Welcome to my homestead, y'all. I'm your host, Jenny Veliki, also known as the Funky Farm Girl. I'm working to create a home with a little farm, a little faith, a lot of food, and a bit of funky. I'm learning all about growing and preserving our food supply, raising chickens and children, and becoming more self-sufficient while leaning hard on Jesus. And I want to take you along for the ride. So grab yourself a cup of something wonderful, and let's visit a while. Hey y'all, it's Jenny Veliki and you are listening to The Funky Farm Girl. This is episode 34, A Minimalist Guide to Gift Giving. I hope you guys have had a great Thanksgiving weekend. I hope you were able to connect with those that you love, whether it was in person or through the internet. I hope that you were able to at least see or talk to the ones you love and were able to take time to give thanks and to stuff yourself full of turkey and other goodies this holiday weekend. Um, This is ushering in now the beginning of the Christmas season. And so we will be talking today about um, a minimalist gift giving guide so that you can come up with great things to give your family and your friends without worrying about giving them more clutter to add to their house and more things that will just end up in a donate pile at Goodwill later on down the line. So how do we do that? Before we get into that, let's talk about what's happening on the homestead. This weekend, like a lot of people, um, we've been decorating for Christmas. My daughters, the day after Thanksgiving, took out the tree and the decorations and the ornaments and all those things. Got them all out and organized and decorated for me while I was busy cooking round two of Thanksgiving. We had thanksgiving with my family on thursday and then thanksgiving with my in-laws on sunday and so i was busy preparing for round two when we were decorated they were decorating for christmas so now we have our tree up and we have our decorations going and it's just a beautiful beautiful way um, to enjoy the season in our little house we're still trying to figure out where things should go and what works best in our in our house that this is our second Christmas there so we have a little bit more of our bearings this year than we did last year but it's always an adventure when you have a new space to decorate. So this week we're going to talk about a minimalist guide to gift giving but first of all I want to talk about why we would even do that. Why As a homesteader, am I also a minimalist? Sometimes the two of them just seem to work really well together. And I wanted to explain to you why I tend to move in that direction. I am not a full-on minimalist. I actually am sitting here in my closet right now, surrounded by mine and my husband's clothes. And if you were to look around, you definitely would agree with me that I am not a full-on minimalist. We have things stored in here and we have clothes and shoes and all kinds of things. And there's definitely more and more that I want to purge and clean out and uh, minimize. 
but there's also a lot that I feel like that we're embracing about the minimalist lifestyle in so many ways where it complements homesteading. So why minimalism with homesteading? First of all, I think that both of them really raise an awareness of where your stuff comes from. Whether that stuff is material goods or whether it's food, homesteading and minimalism both really promote being able to trace back the roots of the things that you're buying and the things that you own. Um, Fair trade is very important. Um, Locally made is very important. And with both of those, with your food and with your consumer goods, that tends to be an emphasis that comes from both minimalism and homesteading to have an awareness of the story of your objects. Also, both of them emphasize minimizing consumption and waste. So if you have a lifestyle that is really focused on more what you produce than what you consume, and if it, if it's more about taking time for the process and enjoying the end outcome rather than just acquiring more and more and more, then they naturally just tend to go together. And so they both are really good at focusing on minimizing consumption and waste. And also they're, they're both very good at producing for quality rather than quantity. And this is especially true with homesteading because it's not about doing the quickest and most efficient way to make something, whether it's bread or breeding chickens or whatever it is. It's not about how quickly can you mass produce a lot of something. It's about learning the art and the way of doing things in the old ways so that you produce a better quality product or a better quality food or a better quality dish um, in your kitchen and so really minimalism and homesteading go hand in hand so how do we shop for Christmas with that in mind can our values be reflected in our giving because it's great that we feel this way in our homes and what we want to do. But how do we honor that when we go to buy for someone else? So that we can show them a greater appreciation for knowing where our stuff comes from. And for um, a minimal amount of, of waste and consumption. And really appreciating quality over quantity. How do we do that in our giving? So today, I want to help you to do that. I want to help you to think through how you can give gifts that are things that will be loved and cherished and appreciated and not thrown in the goodwill pile six months from now. So I think that most gifts that we would recommend as a minimalist to give to others would be broken down into two categories. One would be experiences and the other would be consumables. And both of these categories can really be tailored to the age, to the gender, to the occupation, to the to the interests of the person 
you're purchasing for. So when you think through these, think through them in terms of how would this apply to my kids? How could this apply to my my best friend? How could this apply to my my roommate? How could this apply to my husband, to my in-laws, to my grandmother? There are things on this list that really can apply to pretty much anyone from any walk of life, at any age or any gender, because these are just universal things that you can tailor, excuse me, you can tailor to the individual that you're buying for. And it really is about knowing what's important to them and knowing what their passions and their interests are and being able to give them a gift that's connected to that in a way that really shows them that you've put thought behind the gift and that that really will make it much much more appreciated appreciated and the fact that it's not going to add to the clutter into their home the fact that it's going to enrich their life rather than add to the noise of it um, I think will really make any of these gifts very very Um, appreciated. So let's get started. The first category of gifts that we can give to someone um, with a minimalist point of view is the gift of experiences. And all of these focus on creating a memory. These are things that you're either doing something to create a new experience for them that's exciting or you're helping to expand their experiences by teaching something or you're helping to ease their experience by giving them something that that takes away from the work of their life or or something of that nature so let's start with real quick easy things that Um, you probably would think of yourself right off the bat and then we'll get into some more others that maybe you might not have thought of in terms of experiences I think when most people think of experiences they think of attending a class going to an event or going on a trip that tends to be the three things that we think of right off the bat and some of those are a little bit harder now with COVID-19 and So I want to help you think through how these can be adapted to that. Maybe you could sign your friend up to take a virtual class with you. And the two of you can do it together in your home while also watching it together on the virtual class. Or maybe your friend lives far away and your friend can be in the same virtual class with you even though you're miles and miles apart. So it could be a virtual class. It could be an in-person class. Is there a skill they want to learn? Is there a hobby they want to explore? It could be something like exploring a bar workout um, with ballet. It could be a yoga class. It could be a dance class of a certain kind. Maybe they want to explore ballroom dancing or the aerial ribbon dances Um, Maybe they want to get into cooking and you could get them a class that teaches them a specific skill. And like I said, these may be in-person classes or they may be things that you can do online. 
And especially if you're able to share that experience with them, if it's something that you're also interested in, that really expands upon the experience and expands upon the memory that will be created there. The same thing with an event. Is there a play or a concert that they would want to go to? Is there a conference that they would love to attend? Um, Again, these may be things that need to wait until we are all back into going and being with other people again. Uh, But some of these are things that even in these industries, they're finding ways to work around them. There's lots of virtual concerts being held now where you buy a ticket and it gives you a seat in a virtual streaming event um, with that artist. And it's a lot more personal and intimate than a concert would be because it's limited in who's there Um, or an online conference where they have access to lots of different lectures and speakers and things and maybe the the time frame is limited um, when they would be online attending that Um, and a lot of times those are coming with extra resources and things that help them to build their skill set in a certain area. And a trip, a trip can be as simple as renting a little cabin at your local park. Uh, We have a park near our house that is on a lake and they have little cabins for $30 a night. They are very, very basic camping cabins, basically. So it's, it's basically an empty cabin rather than a tent. And they have beds in them and a couple other really basic things. But a lot of the modern day conveniences are not there and so it is still a lot like camping but that also makes it very very inexpensive you could check out an airbnb in either their own town where they just get a real quick change of scenery somewhere close or in a nearby place that that they have the ability to travel to another wonderful experience that would definitely make memories one that I have been given myself is the experience of a massage this is something that almost anybody would enjoy other than maybe a child Um, this is something that is good for someone who has a health condition someone who has arthritis someone who's very active a mom a pregnant woman um a man who works a really intense job. The gift of a massage is an experience and a memory that will be with them for a long time and would be a really, really appreciated kind of experience. So now let's think a little bit more outside the box and start to think about other things that you could give them that you might not have thought of. How about a meal or a night out? This could be giving them a certificate to go to their local restaurant and have a date with their spouse. Um, And maybe another experience you could add in would be the gift of babysitting while they go on this date. Or it could be something as simple as a certificate that you give to a friend that specifies that you will treat them to lunch one day or a coffee date or something of that nature. 
So this could be a lot of different things. And it could even be something like paying for takeout for their family um, to be able to enjoy an, a meal that they didn't have to cook and they didn't have to pay for. Uh, what about a membership? And I know when I say membership, some people think, oh, maybe to the gym. Do they want a gym membership? Maybe a, a membership to the YMCA. But even think outside of that, is there a park or something like that that they would have access to as a member that could give them some outdoor experiences? For example, we are um, very close to the Charlotte area and there's the White, the National Whitewater Center that has rock climbing and whitewaters and um, ropes courses and all kinds of things and you can get a membership to there to be able to enjoy all those things on a really frequent basis throughout the year. Is there a local zoo or an aquarium or a museum nearby that you could give them a membership to? These are really really good ideas for families especially if they have kids that are really into animals and things like that. My daughter Georgia one year with her birthday money bought us a zoo membership for the year for the zoo that is up near our hunting cabin that we go to and it really was wonderful because it gave us something that we could go and do while the guys were out in the field hunting and then we could use it in the off season of hunting <coughs> excuse me we could use it in the off season of hunting as a family and then think about amusement parks are there amusement parks near you that are open at a limited capacity that would be a place that you could go and um, enjoy uh, we have one of those near us as well and they're operating on a smaller scale and because of that their season passes are a little bit cheaper um, and I think right now they're even only open to season pass holders so consider memberships of the another great option would be to give them the experience of food delivery whether that would be through a produce box that you could order from somewhere like Misfit Markets or Hungry Harvest. Or maybe you give them a share in their local CSA, their Community Supported Agriculture. Or whether you order a meal kit service. A meal kit service would be great for a new empty nester or um, a hungry college student, maybe newlyweds who aren't quite sure how to cook yet or someone who's learning new cooking skills um, a gift of a meal kit service or a produce box would just give them the memory of creating that meal together and enjoying it and thinking of you while they do that some great meal kit services to check out include home chef freshly and sun basket Another great option might be a cleaning service. Whether you pay for a maid to come and do spring cleaning or someone to come pressure wash the outside of their house, someone to clean the carpets on the inside, there's always some type of 
cleaning task like that that needs to be done that is weighing on their mind that you could give them the gift of taking care of. So think through how you could bless them with either a meal or a cleaning service. Another thing to think about is to think digitally. Whether it's a streaming music service like Pandora or Spotify or an audiobook service like Audible or a streaming TV service like Hulu or Netflix or Disney Plus, which would be a great um, gift for families with kids. Uh, Any of these would be much appreciated and every time they watch they would think of you and your thoughtfulness in providing such a wonderful service to them and all the memories that they will make when they are listening to these different things. How about a service subscription to um, somewhere like Amazon Prime or Instacart where you're paying for the service of either being able to buy things and have them delivered to your home quickly or being able to purchase things and have those local purchases brought to your house through Instacart. Those would be especially welcome for people who maybe are immune compromised and are not able to leave their homes as often or as easily as some of the rest of us have been able to do during COVID. You can also think about charity donations. Are there specific charities that really mean a lot to them through their experiences with life? Um, For example, my dad is retired from the Air Force and one of the organizations that's close to his heart is Wounded Warrior Project. And so every year, At Christmas, I make a donation to Wounded Warrior Project in his honor. And that's something that he appreciates way more than ties and aftershaves and another coffee mug. And last but not least is a gift card to their favorite store. If you just really cannot come up with anything um, experience-wise and you want them to have the fun of going and picking out something that they would not normally buy for themselves, then figure out what their favorite stores are, figure out where they like to shop, and get them a gift card that they can use to go and pick something out there. I personally was able to use a gift card today to a local nursery and I just really enjoyed being able to go in there and shop knowing that I had a set budget um, and that I was using money that was not from from a bill or something like that. It was money that had permission to splurge and get something special that normally I would not buy. And so that was just really enjoyable for me and made a great memory. So let's say that you have exhausted all possibilities when it comes to experiences and you really can't think of anything that fits this individual person. Maybe this person needs a consumable gift. Now consumable gift is something that would be used up and enjoyed and then was no more. And that is wonderful because it gives them a tangible thing that they can hold and enjoy and they can enjoy it for as long or short as 
as needed depending on what the item is and then it's gone and they don't have it clogging up drawers or cabinets or closets again and then have to feel guilty about chucking it later on down the line because they don't use it anymore. So consumables, let's focus on quality over quantity and then let's try to focus on local producers and artisans. So the first category of consumables that's really really easy to to think about is food all of us eat and all of us like specific foods and so food is a really really easy thing to think about in terms of gifting for consumables Uh, think about if there are any area farms or farmers markets in your area where you could get locally grown meat or locally produced cheeses a lot of these tend to be different varieties than you would find in a typical grocery store and they're just really special and wonderful and then they're so fresh um, it's it's just a big treat to be able to find something like local meat and cheeses or maybe even a local honey or jam that is locally made Uh, It could even be a homemade jam. Um, Gifts like that tend to be really, really appreciated. How about gourmet pasta and sauces? You can find a lot of really unique gifts um, for food at somewhere like Home Goods, Marshalls, TJ Maxx, um, the Ross store, things like that. Um, Have a lot of pasta and sauces that you won't typically find in a grocery store whether it's you know lobster ravioli or um, whether it's fresh pasta that's um, in beautiful shapes or colors um, this is a really easy special gift to make um, to give to them to make for a special dinner and create a memory while consuming your gift also think about something like herb blends are there um, specific things that they like to do for example um, my brother and my husband's brother both like to smoke meat is there an herb blend that works well with smoked meat that I could get for them Um, maybe you like a specific blend of herbs in a salad dressing or things like that think through is there something that would connect with them as far as an herb blend consider baked goods whether they're from a local bakery or from your own kitchen things like breads and cakes and pastries are very much appreciated Uh, last year I gave all the guys in my family a loaf of fresh artisan bread and a jar of whiskey blackberry jam and it was a big hit everybody loved it and they were able to slice up the bread and enjoy it with the jam and then it was gone and it wasn't clogging up any drawers or cabinets in their house and they were perfectly happy with their gift what about artisan chocolates um If you're able to find a local chocolate shop that sells wonderful truffles, um, fair trade chocolate, things like that, 
Um, that's always very well appreciated. This is not your typical Russell Stover's. This would be, you know, artisan type chocolate that is um, a higher end quality product. What about coffee and tea? Can you find a local producer of coffee and tea? There are several coffee roasters in our city and also um, a few tea shops where you can find locally produced, if not in your own town, maybe even maybe just in your state. Um, is there a specific blend that is um, common to your state that kind of identifies it as a local thing? Um, resist the urge to add a mug with a coffee or tea gift unless it's something particularly special like a local mug made by a pottery artist. Um, while we're on the topic of drinks, what about wine and beer? Is there a microbrewery in your area? Or is there a, a vineyard that sells local wine? Um, think through what is around you and the different types of things that your area produces. What is special about your area that you could incorporate into your gift in the type of food that you gift to someone? And then consider something like a movie box. Um, you can get a blend of popcorn kernels from the store, whether it be just the plain white popcorn kernels or whether it's a blend of blue or gemstone or whatever type corn. Uh, we have a local Amish store that sells probably six or seven different types of popcorn. Um, buy, buy some popcorn or even just microwave popcorn. Um, buy some candy. That is the type of thing that they like. Try to make it a nice treat. Something that they wouldn't normally buy for themselves. And then add a bottle of wine or a six pack of beer, especially if it's local. And then either a certificate to um, go watch a movie or to stream a movie online. Or if you definitely know a movie that they love and don't own, buy that movie and put the things together in one gift bag. And you have a movie box that is great. This would be a great family gift. This would be a great gift for maybe a newlywed couple or maybe a couple that has a new baby and they are trying to figure out how to do date night again after having a baby. Um, any of those types of things um, are great people to give a movie box gift to. And one other thing when it comes to food, though it's more in a roundabout way, is heirloom seeds. If you know anyone who's a gardener, you can give them the gift of heirloom seeds and they can use those seeds to grow their own food in the spring or to grow their own flowers. So many of us gardeners are so consumed with what food we're going to be producing and things that are produced just for the beauty of it tend to fall further and further down our wish list when it comes to purchasing seeds for the upcoming season. So maybe gift your gardening friend um, some flower seeds 
that are heirloom variety um, that would produce beautiful flowers that maybe would attract pollinators or maybe they're edible flowers that they can add to salads or teas or things like that. Um, but heirloom seeds are another things that in a roundabout way will produce food and is consumable. Um, and in the meantime, it won't take up very much space, the little small envelope until time to plant in the spring. The other category that I have for consumables would be soaps and other luxury bath items. We're talking over the top, spoil them stuff. Um, handmade soaps, milk baths, um, beautiful bath salts with fresh herbs, um, maybe a facial set that they can't afford, or Maybe you pay to have a facial done um, as an experience. Um, any of those types of things where they're going to use up the product and it's, it's not going to stay around forever, but it will give them a little bit of a pampering that they normally would not spend the money on for themselves. And um, they would be able to enjoy that and pamper themselves in that way. So... How's your list looking now? Do you have a few things in mind for the people on your list that you don't want to add clutter to their home, but you want to give them a good, meaningful gift? I really hope that this episode has been really helpful to you. You can um, find me over on Instagram at the Funky Farm Girl and shoot me a message and let me know what your favorite item was that we discussed today or what a good experience or consumable gift is that you've given or received in the past. I'd love to hear from you. Next week, we will be discussing a homemade homestead holiday. If you're ready for last minute gifts for anyone from the mail carrier to um, a hostess at a party that you're attending or your children's teachers, um, any last minute gifts like that that you would like some quick and easy handmade things that you can make to give to those left on your list. Join me next week and we'll have lots of ideas for that. Also, be sure to check out the link in the show notes for five tips for a less harried holiday. I want to make sure that you get through this holiday thriving, not just surviving. So be sure to click the link and get your five tips today. Thanks for stopping by, y'all. If you're inspired by what you've heard today, the best compliment you can give me is to share the Funky Farm Girl with your friends. You can stay connected by following the Funky Farm Girl on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Until we meet again next week, remember to bloom where you're planted. (laughs) 